Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rivals pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson, scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years, here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step to 53342. New York, call the 24-7 Hope Line at 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, y'all, it's Tuesday. Welcome to the Society on Slick. I'm your girl, Queen B from the South. Baby, watch your mouth, a.k.a. Disco Barbie. Him. Oh. Um, <laughs> I am joined by my partner in crime, my partner in rhyme. Ooh. What's up, Mari? I'm here, man. I'm, uh, listen, man, I'm, I'm good. You know, thank you for asking. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, yeah, man, you know, by now, man, listen, you know the voice, I mean, you know the hairline, though, you know it's me, you know, fresh cut season and all that, it's important, you know. That's right. It's important. Uh, it's important. Yeah, I'm, I'm out here, though, I'm, I'm out here, man, I'm, I'm here, you know, like she said, man, it's Tuesdays, you know, it's, it's the society day, you know, yeah, that's what y'all been waiting on, you know, you can follow us on Slick, uh, on Slick, follow us at Slick on Instagram, duh, Mari. That's uh, right. At Slick, S-L-I-C, <laughs> you know, and then on Twitter. At Slick Sports, you know, we out here, we got, you know, funny shit daily, you know, very, uh, you know, culturally relevant right now, things happening daily, you know, holla at us, man. You know Absolutely. Yeah, we out here in the building, shout out to BD, you know, the OG. We tapped in. Yeah, man. Um, shout out to him. 
the guy, man, the point guard himself. Um, yeah, B, man, this, uh, this, you know, it's back to school season. You know, I think we kind of talked about this mm. before. I don't know if we, you know, on on the air or not. I don't know, but talked about this before. And today, my daughters had me at the mall. You know, I tweeted this out a couple hours ago. You know, my daughters had me at the mall spinning like we were shooting a rap video. You know what I'm saying? I had to look. I had to look around and be like, damn, like, what is, you know, let me see what's going on. Like, because, you know, I try to, I try not to tell my daughters no a lot. Because they're great kids. They're great kids, man. You know what I'm saying? Those are my girls. Those are my babies. You know what I mean? No matter how old they get, they're going to be my babies. You know? So, you know, we go. And I let them make their own decisions when it comes to to sneakers. You know what I mean? Sneakers and clothes. And, you know, they they, they did a great job picking out sneakers and shit like that, man. Okay. So, what they get? So, my oldest, you know, she got some new balances. They was like cream and like kind of burgundy, a little gray in it. I was like, oh, like these. Okay. These. She picked them out herself. She picked out a gray pair. And then she saw those and was like, yo, if they got those, I need them. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, these is, whew, daddy might need some of them. You know what I'm saying? So then baby girl, <laughs> um, you know, her thing is, like, she's big on shoes without laces, right? She's like, look, I ain't really with none of the lace and shit. I'm cool. Unless it got a, if it got a right. strap on it, we can play the laces. But I ain't with just straight laces. So, like, all right, cool. You know, <clears throat> just starting to have what she wanted. Cool. We go out. She got a pair of Kyrie's, you know what I mean? I seen you a picture of both of the pair of sneakers and all. She got a pair of Kyrie's, you know, purple, you know, some little, you know, and she loved them. Loved them. But I'm going to tell y'all a moment. They don't prepare you for when they tell you about when you're going to be a father. You're going to be a father to some beautiful girls. This is the moment they don't prepare you for. When you're standing in the shoe store and your daughter just fell in love with a pair of sneakers and they don't have her size. They don't prepare you for the look on their face at that moment because baby girl saw like two pair of shoes that she wanted, had to have. They didn't have her size, and I could see her slowly but surely, like, oh, and, and I kept having to remind her, I said, baby girl, listen, you don't have to pick something just to pick it. I'll buy you whatever you want. What do you want to get? If you want these shoes, I'll find them for you. You don't have to pick nothing just to pick it. Please, like, just tell me what you want. And then she saw those and was like, I need these. And I'm like, do you like them? She was like, no, I really like them. Like, I really, and I was like, all right, cool, bet. We good. You know, got her that. You know, so yeah, man, they um, you know, you know, we we did, you know, the clothes shopping after that and shit like that. We left out of there with cookies and plushies and all kind of shit, man. You know how that go. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. I'm tired of the plushies. Yeah, man. Plus, Especially in the mall, they be looking all Bro. Real good. Yeah, man. So we so we had to do that. So we had some, you know, dad you know, daddy daughters type of time going on. Uh it was just us, you yeah. know what I mean? And we and we just chilled out, man. So yeah, it was a it was a pretty eventful, you know. Great, it was a great day. It's the happiest I've been in a very long time as well. You know what I mean? Like just that's good. I was I was just genuinely happy. Felt like I was like on you know, no no exaggeration. Felt like I was on a high after that shit. I came back home and I was chilling, and I just I just felt good. You know what I mean? Just to get out there with my girls, man. You know. I think that's how my dad would feel because he would take me shopping for back to school. Mm-hmm. He he was the first person in my life that I knew really gave a fuck about like online shopping back in the day before it was really a thing there used to be yeah, like he catalogs was on it. he was on it and i would just write it i would just like email him the like product mm. code whatever yep. whatever i wanted yep. and he would buy it and have it shipped to my house because yeah. we my dad lived in maryland my mom and me were of course in north carolina yeah. but every once in a while he would come pick me up and we would drive to the outlets in maryland and just like ball that's out like fire. what the outlet that's fire Come on. Yeah. Like, and I, like my dad was just like, do your thing. Yeah, do But you. he was always, I want to be the first person in your life to like show you some shit. So can't no one just pull up and be like, 
this is a, this is what a shopping spree is. Yeah. Like, no, my dad's he been he been doing that. My dad don't tell me no. One, you know what I mean? One, like, listen. that's a good thing yes. to teach your daughters early. It's like, oh, my daddy can do that. Yeah, no, listen, my, <laughs> that ain't nothing new. My daughters know right now, dog. No matter what they ask me for, you got it. Like, it's just it's just gonna happen. I'm gonna find a way to move mountains and whatever right. I gotta do to make sure you get that. You know what I mean? And yeah. Um, also, I think back to my own childhood when it was time to go back to school sneaker shopping and I wanted the sneakers and maybe I couldn't get them. It didn't make me feel like, you know, oh, man, like I'm, I can't believe they couldn't get me. And it's like, nah, we just we just couldn't get them. So when I take them out, yeah. it feels good to be able to have some of their early sneaker memories start with me and being like, That's right. oh, I remember I was up there and I had to get these shoes and, you know, shit, my dad, he got them. You know what I mean? Like, they don't even know. You know what I mean? So, like, it's it's it's, it's good, man. It was just good all around just to, you know, have that, have that feeling, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, Mari, I have to do a quick rant because I've been annoyed heavily for the last, like, oh, couple weeks. Let's talk about it. And this has really been on my chest. Let's talk about it. And this may seem petty, but why y'all niggas can't drive? <laughs> what is wrong with y'all on the freeway you guys don't know how to drive if there are three lanes in an hov lane and you are doing the exact speed limit why are you in the far lane why are you to the far left yeah that's not the why are you holding up traffic why are you doing that and then this is this is what bothers me the most like let's say i merge into the freeway and I'm behind the car and I'm, you know, looking to get over so I can go around mm-hmm. like the people who are going slow. And I'm actually doing like maybe five over the speed limit. Like I'm I'm smooth because out here you can do the flow of traffic, okay. like flow of traffic is fine. Okay. You can kind of go above the speed gotcha. limit if everyone else is. Gotcha. too. So there are people who will hit the brakes for no reason. Why are you hitting on the brakes on the freeway? If you need to slow down, there's no one like right in front of you hitting their brakes. Why are you braking? All you have to do, y'all, is let off the gas and you will slow down. Can you believe it? Because those brake lights, when you hit the brakes, is a warning to the person who's behind you or around you. And now everybody's mashing on brakes. Now, Vegas, you know, we are known for not having like a super high cost of living. And once the pandemic hit, Everyone from California decided they were going to move to Vegas and save some money. But what happened? Y'all brought y'all non-driving asses over here. We don't have traffic here. But now (laughs) we are because you California niggas is bringing it over here with your no-driving asses. Also, when you guys are at stoplights, you're at a traffic light. It's red. When that motherfucker turns green, go. What the fuck is the wait? What are you waiting on? Why does it take you five seconds to hit the gas and accelerate? And you got like mad people behind you who's going to miss this light Listen. because you sitting there scrolling Instagram and you ain't paying attention to what's going on. You preaching. Get the fuck pass out the plate. way. Pass that plate again. It came around earlier, but pass it again because I got to, I didn't give it up the first time because I agree with you a hundred percent because it's one of those things like you just sat at this red light as long as I have. Only to not take off as soon as that mother, as soon as the other car stopped. <laughs> fuck the light turning green. When you see the other car stop, nigga, you might want to start easing out because you know it's about to turn green. Yeah. How often do you drive this way, sir? Because you should know these lights by now. You should know that after this, after this lane turns, we're kind of gonna be up next. So we're gonna need you to get the fuck on. Like, come on. You know what I mean? It is the craziest shit to man, me. It's the worst. Trap. Fuck. Get traffic, the fuck man. on. Yeah. Fuck traffic. 
fuck breaking for no reason because you're causing traffic and causing confusion to the people behind you. Get the fuck on. Yes, please. I approve this message, by the way, B. I really do. (sighs) Okay. Um, In rant. And also... To you niggas who be texting and driving, chill the fuck out. It's not that important, my nigga. And even, it's not. And even like, I'll tell someone like, yo, please don't text and drive. Like, cause I have, like, I have some trauma behind, mm-hmm. like, I've been in a really bad car accident. So I'm like real funny about shit like that. But if you try to say, oh, I'm just, you know, looking for a song. Same thing. You're very distracted. Yeah. Put the phone down. Yeah. Pick your music out before you take off. Also, because I know that we're in an era where like vanity is a real thing. You don't want the last song you search for to be like some shit from, you know, some whack shit. You know what I mean? Anyway, you don't, you, you got to think about that. Is that song you looking for worth being on the news? Like, yeah, he was trying to find the latest release from yep. Mims when he was car- like, and it's like, bro, yep. you know, come on, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is why I'm yeah, hot. Yeah, come on, the my fuck? nigga. This is why you're not, my boy. So, uh, yeah, please, please just get the fuck. You know what I mean? Um. But, you know, real quick before we, you know, we we get into the rest of the show, we do have to say rest in peace to the late, great Bill Russell, uh, you know, passed away, yes. 88 years old. I think I think that there, there's, there's nothing else you really can, you know, to say you really need to say about Bill Russell other than he was just a great man, a pioneer, a role model, an icon yeah. and, you know, everything like the list goes on. There's really not enough you can say about him because, you know, obviously people joke about, you know, hey, he won all these rings and it was eight teams in the league cool like that's a part of our culture to like make these kind of jokes but it doesn't mean that it takes away from the man he was you know what i mean on the court off the court he was right. a dominating you know figure right like he was he was a great a great man so when people talk about him in basketball terms that's fine but i don't want it to get you know lost on people and lost on like everybody else who may not be that familiar with him that he was a, a incredible role model for just like black people overall like playing in boston yes at that time shit playing in boston in 2022 Woo! is wild so playing in boston back in his day you know, when he was winning those rings and they were, you know, being racist and just being how, you know, people from that area tends to be. You know, he kept yeah. his composure and um, he, he really he really served as, like I said, like a pioneer. So, you know, rest in peace, Bill Russell, man. Um, rest shit, in peace. Man. And I want to read a tweet from Baron Davis. He said, you are loved, appreciated, honored, true pioneer, the greatest overall for all you stood for. God bless you and your family. And may the angels rejoice. Mm, Thank you, legend. Mm, yeah, thanks. shout out to BD for that, man. Because that's a it's a very heartfelt message. Um, you know, if you know BD the way I know him, like BD doesn't say anything he doesn't mean. You know what I mean? Especially putting stuff right. out there in the post. So that was a it's beautiful. You can tell it came right from the heart. Shout out to him for that because I feel like he said the he probably had the best tweet that I've seen about that. You know what I mean? Like I'm, oh, yeah. I'm you know no bias, but because he had a. He had a tweet before that. Yeah. It was like, y'all ain't giving him and flowers exactly. enough for yeah. me. Yeah, you know. And y'all got it wrong. Absolutely. Let me let me say something. Absolutely. So, yeah. so shout out to BD for that, man, because I thought it was just on time. It was perfect. It's something that his family can look at and say, yeah, you know what? He he left this impact on the world. Uh, so, yeah, man. Rest yeah. in peace of Bill Russell, man. Um, so where you want to go with this now, man? Because there's a couple things we can do here. There's a couple things we can do. Yo, did we talk about Neo in the last episode? Like, I were we, we just did. not talking about him? we just talked about this nigga. Like, <laughs> I am exhausted with him because, like I said before, every time I've ever seen him on an interview, he doesn't ever do anything to help his case as for people to think that he's, a like, just a good guy. Yeah. Like, he really be out here painting himself as an asshole. And then he is in the media for doing asshole shit like the whole divorce with his first wife Monietta 
you know, they had two beautiful children. Um, while they were still married, they decided, you know, they didn't want any more children together. She got her tubes tied so she could no longer conceive. And that's probably like, you know, instead of using birth control, or instead of me getting my, getting a vasectomy, you just do this yeah. so we can just, you know, yeah. do our thing. Mm-hmm. They divorced shortly after. He ended up getting with a, a woman and proposing, engaged, married, had three children. And a lot of people were just like, that is fucked up. Like you had your ex-wife like tie her too. She can't let, like, I think that's an irreversible procedure. Yeah, you, Which yeah. a vasectomy is reversible. reversible you right, can reverse right, that. Right. And so like she can't move on and just have kids with her next husband or whoever she chooses to have a, a child with. Yeah. But he can move on with his life and just have babies and continue on like nothing happened, yeah. which is just wild. So I already looked at Neo with the side mm-hmm. eye. But then I woke up and saw this nigga <laughs> on Twitter <laughs> trending because his soon to be second ex-wife oh called him out for some for some shit um two x's let me man find nigga got this, read it. the big shirt now beast two x's in front of that l my guy <laughs> i got the xxl baby all right so neo his lady said <laughs> that's never good eight years of lies oh and deception eight years of unknowingly sharing my life and husband with numerous of women who sell their bodies to him unprotected. Every last one of them, exclamation point. Okay, she means business. To say I'm heartbroken and disgusted is an understatement. To ask me to stay and accept it is absolutely insane. The mentality of a narcissist. I will no longer lie to the public or pretend that this is something it isn't. I choose me. Shout out to Kendrick Lamar. (laughs) I choose my happiness and health and my respect. I gained three beautiful children out of this, but nothing else but wasted years and heartache. I ask that you all please stop sending me videos or information of him cheating because what he does is no longer my concern. Mm. I am not a victim. I am choosing to stand tall with my head held high. If someone can't love you the way you deserve, then it's up to you to love yourself. With no hate in my heart, I wish him nothing but the best. And she posts this. And what did Neo do? Liked it like a true asshole. Damn. Oh man. Um. So, <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll tell you I'll tell you the way that I received this information. And I'll tell you what I thought it was. Right. I'm uh-huh. not one for the T, like they call it. Right. Like I don't. Mm-hmm. When it gets to me, it gets to me. It's fine. When it gets to me, usually I don't really know what's going on. When I heard about it, I thought this was one of those posts where it was like. We've been through a lot, but you my rock, and we da-da-da. We stayed together through the cheating. And the, you know how people do that, and they still end up saying, like, happy yeah. birthday at the end or whatever? I thought it was one of those <laughs> things, because people said he liked it. And I was like, well, what's wrong with him liking? I mean, it was some it was some backhanded whatever. But then when I found out the real shit, I said, oh, yeah. damn. Yeah. Asshole. But, Asshole behavior. But immediately, where my mind goes to a different place than, like, the average person... I immediately thought to myself, hmm, I wonder what he was telling us those, you know, what he was telling her those charges were for. Because, you know, women, they get real detective-y when, when it comes to finances. Like, they'll, they'll ask you, like, you went to, the, you spent 19 at the, what you get over there? All yeah. Right, cool. So, 
I'm assuming that these women who were selling themselves to him were probably worth the price of admission. You know what I'm saying? And whatever they whatever <laughs> they was charging was a decent fee. So it's like, what do you say? Like, oh, baby, that was just a, you know, you remember the, uh, you got to just say something like that. Remember the, you remember the, yeah, I bet. And then take a fake phone call. Like, yo, what'd you say? You outside? Yeah, I'll be out there in a minute. And nobody's out there. So, like, I'm thinking about that. That's what was on my mind at the time. That's all. I just, I don't know, man. It's a weird, it's a weird thing, man. This guy is, um, I, now I will say this, because he put out a snippet of something, like, immediately after that. Hey, listen, man. You might even turn this down if you're somewhere where they, shit was fire. Was it? That shit was fire. I ain't, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie, my to nigga. The, the, the melody at least was, you know what I'm saying? That shit was good, man. I ain't gonna hold you. I'm not gonna hold so, you. So, yes, Neo released a song called Don't Love Me. Yeah, that's what it is. Snippet was fire. Which, which I saw this and I'm just, it kind of like changed my mind about this whole thing, right? It made it seem like a publicity stunt. Yeah. Or at the- <laughs> this nigga just dropped an album and he has no good press around him. So, it's like, you know what? I'm the bad guy. What's up? It, Let's just go. Let's and go for it. it started with the story about um, Lucky Day. With Lucky Day? Started the story about Lucky Day. So you got you to gotta think, like, the album, I probably wouldn't have known it was coming out unless that interview dropped and he's talking about Lucky Day. That's number one. True. True. Number two, I probably wouldn't have wanted to hear it unless I heard something from it. And the only thing I've heard from it is the snippet he released around the drama. So I'm gonna yeah. go out. I'm gonna just tell you guys right now that his rollout worked because I have to check the album out now at least because I want to hear what he's talking about. I ain't gonna lie. I've been seeing a few people say that the album is fire. And this is what I'm. This is my point. Do I care to listen to it? No, because I haven't listened to a full Neo project in about ten years. It's been longer just being than that for me. Yeah, it's been like fifteen at least, for me. I, I'm the, not gonna hold you, and I'm not trying to shit on him at all. But it's just right. been a minute. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess people are out here just putting their... I mean, maybe he's taking a page out of Summer Walker's book. This is like, yeah, look, maybe. I'm going to just put all my drama, all my mess out here. Because it can translate to album sales. Yeah. It can translate to media and publicity and more people just having eyes on yeah. you and ears on yeah, you. absolutely. So, yeah. It's, it's a lot, man. It's too much, really. Uh, yeah. I don't know, man. Um, but, speaking of people putting their lives out there, your boy is back out here. Again, after people forgot all about this shit, dropping apologies. Your man Will Smith apologized <laughs> oh, yes. to. Now that's for real. That's my no, man. Because I like Will no, 100%. Smith. No, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Because we are we talk about this all yeah, the time yeah, when people yeah. like, oh, this, your, this boy, your boy, your man. Now your man, yeah, your man. Um, <clears throat> is it? <laughs> mm-hmm. So he, so he apologized to Chris Rock, and hmm, I have a couple different thoughts on this. My number one thought mm-hmm. is. You did what you did, right? You stood on it. You doubled down when you went back and sat down and stuff like that. What I don't want to get lost in this is that a lot of people, when you did that, they supported you and said they understood the sentiment. Like, you know, cool. Should you have done it? Let's talk about that another day. Do we understand why you did it? Yes. Do we support you in that? Yes. To Mm -hmm. apologize for it erases the reason why you did it in the first place. To me. Because if I smack the shit out of somebody for disrespecting my wife at a fam at a fucking company barbecue or some shit, and then I come back and apologize, I'm I'm telling the person that violated in the first place that number one, there's no consequences for violation, and number two, you weren't really that wrong. I I just fucked up. I'm not with that. Now I'm not Will Smith. <laughs> 
I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> you ain't getting no apology out of mine. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> what you won't get is an apology when I when I know I'm right. Now, if it's if it's left up to judgment and I and I think that I depended on my emotions too much in this situation, I'm I'm good at at, at you know assessment and I'll go home later that night and be like, damn, I was bugging, man. I shouldn't have I shouldn't have did that shit. I wowed it. It no matter what, you know. So maybe this is what he did. Again, like that's his own moral compass told him to do that. But the apology... That's what it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, no, and... From this sit-down, he's answering questions yeah. that people have been, you know, dying to know. It sounds like it's like, look, I've had some time to, to sit with this. Because one of the questions that he answered that I liked the most was like, did Jada tell you to do something? And he was like, no. Sorry, babe. I, I, I made a decision to go up there and do that. Yeah. It wasn't something that she said. Because I don't even think he saw her roll her eyes. Maybe he just kind of like felt it, like oh he, no, shit, he'd been my around wife ain't feeling that he joke. Knew, he knew the miles was rolling. He felt right. that shit, but yeah, he I, felt I guess, it. <laughs> I guess, I guess, my thing is, it's not the apology so much as the timing of it. If he had apologized two days later, I think this is this is not even an issue. It's like cool, you you, you thought you know whatever, and I and I don't want to tell, I don't want to you know put my timeline on somebody else. I don't want to do that. That's not what I'm doing. What I'm saying is, I thought the person that would be sitting down addressing us would be Chris Rock and not him. I guess that's I guess that's where my you know what I'm saying? But my I get what you're saying, but we don't know the timeline. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Because he could have tried to he, like he, he said, said he reached, reached out, out yeah. and he wasn't he ready. He wasn't to, ready. Chris Rock wasn't ready to have a conversation yeah. with him. Got it. But he also acknowledged like this I there was a lot of people I didn't take into consideration. Like his mother, his brother, like me and his brother are yeah, really cool. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's it has this like um this snowball effect of affecting everybody around Chris yeah, and I mean because I know they have a lot of mutual friends so a lot of people are like shit like shit been weird yeah who do I invite to this party if yeah. I know he gonna be there damn I can't put you know yep. so yeah I, I get it and like I said yeah I'm no, in no way shape or form am I saying he should have handled it the way I would or I should handle it with he like none of that but when I when I heard it I was just like damn bro I wish this was I, I wish that happened you know with like the NBA was doing, right, with the sit-downs. So they'll have, like, two players who had static, and then, like, we sit down and talk it out, mm. and we get everything out right there. Now, if he but, wasn't available... But sometimes that can come off of kind of like it's not genuine. Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Oh, 100%. Just for, just, just for publicity, yeah. So 100%. a lot of some things just have to be handled yeah. behind the That's scenes. True. That's true. And he let us know. Chris wasn't... He's not ready. Yeah, he ain't ready to talk right now. He's getting ready for a tour. We don't know, like, because, you know, you go to different comedy shows, you got to lock your phone up, you don't have access. Mm -hmm. So we don't know what Chris Rock is talking about yeah. as he's going on this tour. So maybe when he's done performing, he'll probably give us something um, yeah. for us to consume and be like, oh, this is his side. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he may be, oh, yeah, I finally talked to Will and we squash it. We cool. Yeah, yeah. Which is what we want like, anyway. You know, like, we don't want this to, you know, linger and carry on and shit like that. So, I mean, you know, it's just. Because with this, with this post on Instagram, you see a lot of comedians like, uh, Kevin Hart, you know, put the praying hand emojis because he's really good friends with Chris Rock. And of course, everyone loves Absolutely. Will Smith. Yeah. So you could tell like, okay, we're making strides yeah, towards to, a reconciliation, yeah, right yeah. a public reconciliation too. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, just, I think this needs a little bit more time. Yeah. Chris clearly needs more time sure. to process everything. Beyonce yeah. had just dropped too. So it's yeah. like, come on, my nigga, Beyonce just dropped. Like, what <laughs> fuck are you talking about, man? You smacked the nigga. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> and we gonna talk about that. Oh, in a we minute. definitely gonna talk uh -huh. about that. Um, but you know what, man? Listen, 
B, you you posed something great last week, right? Like you, we talked about this. You hinted at something great. It was a segment called Ask Mari. Yeah. And we left off last week, and you said, "Hey, next week I got something to ask you. I want to hear. I want to hear yeah. your thoughts on this." So. I want to do that, but then also, when you're done, guess what we have now? <laughs> we have, what would Bethany do? Oh, boy. Because we have a couple of situations, and we just want to see, you know, what would B do? Okay. So, let's so let's get into so, that a little bit. Okay. So, for Ask Mari. Yeah, let's do it. I have, a, I have a serious question here. Okay. Is it fucked up? To wear a hoodie or a shirt from an ex around someone that you're currently dating, like your new boo. Um, depending on what kind of hoodie it is. What? Like if it's a hoodie, <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say like this, right? Like let's say you know, well you know my favorite team is the Giants. You right. bought me a Giants hoodie because you saw me looking at it. Whatever, I love this hoodie. I was gonna love it if I bought it, but you bought it. Cool. You just saved me a couple dollars. Cool. <laughs> I'm going to continue to wear that hoodie around whoever I'm around. Like, you're going to catch me dressed like Bill Parcells at some point. You know what I mean? <laughs> now, if it was a hoodie that I didn't want, but we got matching hoodies that day, I got it because you wanted the match and I was cool with it, I probably wouldn't rock that because that's sentimental value to it. And I shouldn't probably Ooh. rock that around that because it's like energy that comes with it. I truly believe in that part. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So it it would have to be something that like I would have bought myself for me to still rock it. Now, if you because I'm I'm gonna just say it, it's a double standard. Fuck it. That's life. If you pull up with some hoop shorts on, come on, you gotta <laughs> Yeah, let me get them up off you, Chief. What you what, just what, what you did what Golden State just signed you? What happened? Cause what you where you get them from? <laughs> You rocking hoop shorts from like you not doing unless you tell me right now you got the call up from the Aces or the or the you know what I'm saying the Liberty or something like that we're gonna have to probably see about them we're gonna have to let me holler at them. This is funny because I my follow up question is like is it also wrong for a woman to wear like jewelry or like a purse or like shoes or something like that that's that's a gift from another man? You listen, man. That chain supposed to have been snatched off like ATL. Let me uh, pop that. <laughs> Fuck is you doing? You gonna wear this around me? How dare That's you? That's fucked up. No, That's no, no. Now, now, I'm gonna keep it a hundred. Jewelry is a thing that if somebody bought you jewelry, they know you like jewelry. Not everybody likes jewelry. It's a personal. Right. I think it's a very intimate gift. That's why not everybody is gonna buy you jewelry. Like right. the person you're dating will buy you jewelry. Whatever. But if it's some shit, if it's some shit that you just have still, you just got it in your jewelry box, I'm not gonna trip. But if, if we about to go to the mall and you like, oh, I can't leave without my bracelet, I'm be like, oh, bracelet, homie got you. Yeah, tell that nigga take you to the skirt. <laughs> I'm out of there. You know what I'm saying? Now, if it's like, like I said, it's levels. It's just levels to it because it, it, it got to be some balance there. You can still have it because you got it, and maybe that's just how you do, right? You don't want to throw it away. But don't don't hold up a family outing because you can't find it. And now you upset. Like, if I see you get mad that you can't find it, oh, we ain't even going no more. Now we ain't going. Oh, Fuck that. shit. Yeah, we ain't going, no. <laughs> so, to, to wrap this up, right, <laughs> just don't. 
Like if it's obviously from somebody else, because I have a I, look, I am a hoodie stealer. I am that girl. I will go in your closet and I will pull looks for myself. Like, Ooh, I can wear this with some boots so I can like, Ooh, this t-shirt look good with some like camo. Yes. Okay. Like that is me. I'm going to wear some shit. But sometimes I go in my closet and I want to, you know, throw something on. And I'm like, shit, like, I got that from this guy I used to talk to back in 2016. Like, you oh, know what I mean? Don't worry about it, baby. Hey, it's a, it's, a, it's a Goodwill Salvation Army somewhere. We going to put that to good use. Don't even trip okay. on that. Yeah, oh, keep all okay. that. We finna okay. go donate to, to those who need that. Because you damn sure don't need it no more. It's ain't home. So, like, so like the YSL bags and the Tom Ford shoes and the... Versace I mean, necklace, like I gotta, I gotta get rid of. Them. I mean, I listen, sell. man, I gotta pawn it. Like, no, 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 no. Listen, you can keep those. You earned that. You can keep them. Okay. Because that's just designer you, stuff. You could, you could keep that because I know that if you got that, like that, you, like I said, you would have bought that anyway because you like that shit. Like you love that. You would have bought it okay. anyway. So it's like, all right, cool. But if you got the shirt because y'all had the matching shirts, you're not in the designer. You're not in the Fendi. But how that, but you know that, that though? I mean, I'm just saying, like, if let's say hypothetically, like we we was on that type of time and we talked about that kind of shit, like, oh, will you get, you know? Oh shit! You know what I'm saying? I just th- I just thought me and an ex of mine have matching shirts. Mm. Yeah, now and see, it's, like I, the shirt is fire too. <laughs> now see, that's a little monkey wrench in it because if it's fire, then it's like, all right, cool. But if it's some shit, like I said, if it was something you just got just for them, then it's like, so it's like, so it's conditional. It's right. condi- no, like, it's definitely it's definitely case by case. This is not one size fits all advice. Like I always say that okay. it's conditional for sure. It's definitely conditional for sure. like absolutely it's conditional. Certain shit you got to okay. understand. Like bruh, that nigga bought her a thirty thousand dollar bag. My nigga, twenty thousand dollar bag. Like I mean, she kind of got a. <laughs> you might want to use that motherfucker, nigga. Shit, right? Over Twenty stacks, you know. So yeah, it's it's, it's a little it's, it's conditional. It's a little conditional. Um, yeah. Okay. Very interesting answers though. Um, Appreciate it. So I'm interested in your answers now, right? Because I want to know, what would Bethany do if she was being the bigger person and then she heard, yeah, that's what I thought? What would Bethany do? Oh, shit. Just you asking that and hearing that, like, I just started sweating. And I'm not a sweater, okay? I don't sweat. That just like sizzled in my Sagittarius soul. So here's the thing. When I'm arguing, well, first of all, I don't argue. So if I'm having a heated discussion, a heated debate, we're going back and forth. I shut down. I will be quiet and I will let you run your fucking mouth. And I'm like, you know what? You got it. But if you come back and say, yeah, that's what I thought. We're fighting physically. I'm throwing hands. I'm about to beat you up. I'm about to beat your ass. Like, I don't play that shit. Oh, These little man. small little comments, because <laughs> I'm, I'm so chill. So there's no reason for you to even take it there. Because I let, I let people have it. You want to talk? You got it. You got the floor. You can say whatever you need to say. And if I give you the floor, use your, have your moment. Do that. But if you say some slick shit, I see red. And it's hard to... Like, to get me to 100, but when I'm there, like, shit will be destroyed. I Like, I, I have no middle ground there, no gray area. It's either I'm chill and calm, or I'm on 100, I'm seeing red, and I'm trying to hurt somebody. And I don't hurt with words. I don't do all that talking shit. Ooh. 
Yeah. So yes. Oh man, yeah. Um. So that's what Bethany would do. Yeah, sounds about right to me. That's that's that sounds about right to me. Uh, so keeping kind of in that same vein, right, of that kind of energy. I'm glad you. I'm glad you kind of said that. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> let's say Bethany is out. Girls' night out, whatever. You know, you you find yourself at some event. This whatever, and you hear somebody go, "Yeah, nah, smack any bitch in here." <laughs> what do? That laugh right there would have been the <laughs> the loudest shit echoing through the room, and that laugh means the fuck you won't <laughs> fuck around to find out. Hey man, listen. I can tell that this is going to be my favorite segment because <laughs> because I feel like I know you well enough to know, like, yeah, you probably don't want to say that to be like, I, it's some shit that I'm going to be like, yeah, I don't know, run it by But it's certain shit that I'm like, oh, hey, hold on, my boy, I don't, I don't think you want to. Nope. No. Nope. say that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you knew, but that's, that's, that's B over there. Yeah, right there. Don't and look. I, don't look. She's right there. And I know myself very well yeah. that when I see things getting to a certain <laughs> point, I'm like, you know what? I think it's time for me to go because if Ooh, I don't, head out. it's going to look like Bad Girls Club in here. Ooh. And you don't want Ooh. that. Ooh. Yeah. You were, this is a change, B. You know what I mean? This is a change, <laughs> Bethany, right here, man. You no, know it ain't. <laughs> I tried, no, y'all. I tried. <laughs> it I ain't. Tried, she ain't changed. I really did. When but, I'm provoked and poked, I'm going to fuck somebody up. You know what? You got it. You can have that. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. You, Go can ahead, it. you can have it. You can have it. You can have it. I gave um, you the I gave you the alley oop. All right. Whew. Hello listener. Guess who's back? It's me, Anthony Mays, your favorite butcher turned podcast producer, and I'm here to talk to you about ButcherBox. ButcherBox is the most convenient way to get high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust delivered straight to your doorstep, free shipping, vacuum-sealed packaging. It's ready to go right then. It's ready to pop in the freezer. You get exclusive member deals and a variety of high-quality cuts at an amazing value. Going to the grocery store can be a huge pain. You're usually in a rush at an inconvenient time. You're waiting in line at the meat counter. You're taking a number. Maybe this place doesn't have a number. You're jostling with fellow customers. You're trying to get that ribeye that you want or that nice piece of salmon. Maybe the butcher that you're dealing with has a bad attitude or something. I don't know. That was never me. I promise. But maybe it happens. Butcher Box takes all of that out of the picture. You are always prepared with meat and seafood in the freezer, and you're not going to find quality for this price anywhere else other than ButcherBox. So sign up at butcherbox.com slash dings, D-I-N-G-S, and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash dings and use code dings, D-I-N-G-S, to choose your free for a year offer, plus get $20 off your first order. When you say, po- never mind. Uh, so, <laughs> anyway, speaking of shit that's changing, you know what I'm saying? We got to talk about this because... I think I might have saw your opinion changing on a certain song that I've been championing for a little minute. I don't know yet now. I don't know. I ain't accusing <laughs> you of nothing. I ain't putting nothing on your name. I'm not doing that. I'm uh-huh. just saying I think. 
Now, if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the song. The song, Break My Soul, right? Love that song. I heard it for the first time uh, the, the night I went to the Pusha T concert. Bethany said, nigga, no. That's auntie music. I'm cool. Mm-hmm. I ain't at that stage yet. The album comes out a couple days ago. I saw B post, which makes all the sense in the world now. Like, he's sitting there looking at the vein popping out of shit. And I can tell because your energy... <laughs> At the thought of somebody saying they're slapped and you in the vicinity was that right there. And you was like, man, I'm trying so hard. I'm trying hard to deal with this song and the flow, you know, but you know that sequences, you know, is, is, is important. Yes. It's important on the album. It so, 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 I, so I do want to talk about that, right? Like when we get to the song. Let's talk okay. about the album. Let's work our way to that. <sighs> let's, let's talk about the album because... I listened to it that night, like I said I would. Yeah. And I want to ask you, when this album dropped, what were you doing? What state of mind were you in? And what did you expect? Okay, so I was on the phone with my best friend who is also a Beyonce stan. We were on the phone for like three and a half hours, just shooting the shit, but also like Beyonce's coming. And we can't wait to hear this because I need her to make up for just giving us this auntie-ass single of Break My Soul. Like, I see the photos. I see the photo shoot she's done. I see the content that she's releasing. I see the disco ball. I see, you know, her giving Studio 54 vibes and 80s electronic vibes. So I'm like, I know she's going to come with it. I'm just trying to see what her strategy is. So, of course, you know, it drops 9 p.m., here on the West Coast instead of midnight. So I, it hit my phone and I couldn't even press play. I was too turned up. I was too excited. So I went, took my son. We went to go get something to eat. We came back. I put him to bed and it still took me like another two hours to press play. I had to get in the, like a certain zone to even be able to consume this content. Cause I already knew that it was going to blow me away. And so I probably pressed play around 2 a.m. It took me hours hmm, okay. to get into it. And um, I had a pre-roll. So I wasn't like high, high. I was just like, cool. I was in a good like zone where I could. It was just hello. It wasn't high, high. It was, you were just at the yeah, hello. Yeah, it was like, a, yeah, heard hey, you. how you doing? Heard you. <laughs> I heard you. Got you. Got you. You said I heard you. Got you. and so i pressed play and i immediately was like this feels like a trap disco Mm. because this is already a genre that i really love i love dance music i love disco so much i don't think i've ever heard or seen that before so no Beyonce actually said it in one of the songs like later on copy. on the album. Copy. But copy. Copy. when I remember thinking like disco dance music, house music, like, but with Beyonce's like sultry voice on it, it's going to give it a new life because, you know, Beyonce, she'll rap every once in a while and she can add a different flavor. She will breathe like a new life into this genre and give us something like a mashup and be totally different. And so. I was like, trap disco. This is this is what it feels like. But what about you? You listen to it right away? I listened to it right away. I want to say maybe, it was maybe about 20 or 30 minutes after midnight here for me. 
Okay. Um, I was I was up. I was I was chilling. I was you know having a couple drinks. You know it's late. You know when I'm when I'm up late and I'm creating, I'm doing shit. I'll have a couple drinks or you know whatever. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm chilling. Um, I just got done. You know what I mean? Having that conversation with the cavemints. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, medicating and all you, that. You are. You have been raving about the cavemints. Oh my god, I'm in love with it. I'm I'm in I'm in love with this shit. Like I'm showing this shit off like. How your aunt wish she could show me off, but we don't allow that. You know what I mean? Like, just it's really on that scale. For those that's listening, like it's kind of like that, just to put you in the mindset that I'm in. Like, you know, bring you into my world a little bit. You heard? But but, but you have to be on Mari's close friends to know, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. This ain't that's just. All for, I'm gonna say. Yeah, yeah. This ain't this ain't that, and that ain't this. Uh, <laughs> you don't see that green circle. <laughs> <sighs> uh, yeah, but so I heard this. I heard this album. I pressed play, you know, from right from the top. I said, "Yo, I gotta, I gotta see what's going on, see the vibe of the album." It starts off, and I'm like, "Okay, cool. B is on some, she's on some shit, like copy." I see, I see the kind of vibe she's getting in. Let me see how it's gonna go. It wasn't until I got to break my soul that it hit me. This album is fucking perfect because yes, because I'm not done with it yet. And I don't want to be because the because up to this point, everything has lined up so well in the sequencing and like the yes the just the subject matter is bleeding into the next one and it's going to a it's taking me on like mm-hmm. a way. So when I got to break my soul, I didn't even realize the song was coming on until it came on. I was yeah. like, oh wait, what the? And so you know what I did? I went back to the song right before it and I said, I gotta hear this again. Ah, uh, yes. I had to because See, I was like, yo, it's an experience right here. Exactly. And this is why I tell people, like, when something new comes out, give it a, a real listen. Don't just play it while you're doing whatever. No, like, listen to it and listen to it in order as it's supposed to be. Because true artists are really going to give you an, an experience. This is why I said sequencing matters. It is very important to the to the album. And I think I've said this before. But the first time I realized this was listening to Genuine's debut album, uh, The Bachelor. The way Timbaland executive produced that, every song transitioned into the next. Or there would be interludes or it was always something that you needed to listen to the entire album to hear. And I love that artists are getting back to doing that. It really just makes the experience so much better. Um, So the first song... I'm that girl. Um, amazing shit talk. I love it. She's letting you know. No, it's not my nigga. It's not my man. I mean, it's me. I'm I'm really her. I said, when you start the album <laughs> off called I'm that nigga, I know what I signed myself up for. So with her starting the right. song off with, you know, an album off with this, yeah, you already know. You know the vibes. Yeah. You already know. Yeah, that song reminds me, um, like, I feel like it could fit in on her self-titled album. That came out in 2013, the Beyonce album. Mm, it could have okay. been within the first three songs of okay. that. I felt that type of vibe. And I'm going to say this. My favorite song off of that album and probably my favorite Beyonce song is Blow. And so a lot mm. of people who... <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> there you go. She got me again. So <laughs> Blow is crazy. Blow is crazy. It's it's really the mother of this album. 
like some I think someone on Twitter described this album as like a family reunion for Blow. It's like we get the cousins, we get the mm, okay. all the relatives right here because Blow is like a disco dance track. It's Pharrell on the first half of the production and then it's Timbaland on the second half of the production. So we get like two songs in one and it's really sexy, it's really fun, it's something to dance to and it's also an ode to to disco. Donna Summers, I'm sure she is in heaven proud. Oh yeah, yeah, one one thousand. Yeah. yes, hundred percent. It's interesting that you say that, right? Because um, with the song "Blow," right, I wonder how much frustration has like, uh, you know, has like resulted from that because like she did that song. A lot of people love that song, and you know, always go back to it, like you say. But she wasn't able to like keep doing. Like I want to do a project like this, so I wonder. Yeah. I wonder how much, like, are you like you know what I mean? Like, like it can be frustrating as a creator to be like, I caught one with this. This is what I want to do. This is what I've always mm-hmm. wanted to do, and I don't get a chance to do it until years That's and years later. You know what I'm saying? It's like she finally has the freedom to really do the music that she wants, and she's able to right. experiment. Because we talked right. about this with Kendrick Lamar, you get to a certain point in your career where you're making the music that you that absolutely one hundred percent want to make, yeah. but. If you go back to Beyonce's first album, Dangerously in Love, she has Naughty Girl, which is a very, it's, it's an ode to disco. It's, yeah. it's very Donna Summers. It's kind of using that sample too. Mm-hmm. So you can tell that Beyonce, she's definitely into that music. And yeah. she also shouts out her late uncle Johnny, who was a gay man. Her, mm-hmm. um, her and her sister Solange were really, really tight with him. And he put her on to a lot of house music and just kind of put her up on yeah. I guess I like the gay about scene, him being responsible know? for her prom dress too I'm not yeah I don't he know made what, her dress yeah. okay cool 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 yeah mm-hmm. I, I saw that too yep. yeah. So, yeah 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 so she's been out here rocking customs and exclusives and shit that you Forever. can't you can't yeah, go out here and get and yeah. Shit. yeah yeah man yeah. um so and, and this is interesting too because like as a man it feels like you always have to like come with a disclaimer like Nah, like that. Yeah, that Beyonce up. Like, yeah, I'm listening to it. I just, it's like, bro, you don't have to really explain yourself to people, bro. Like, yeah. it's Beyonce. Like, she's a huge artist. She's a, a beautiful woman, talented woman, and you don't have to like, you don't owe anybody any explanation. Like, oh, yeah, I'm listening to B. No, because I had, bro, it's fire. Like, this album yeah. is, is is fire, and it's okay for dudes <laughs> to say that. I'm I'm, I'm tired yeah. of dudes getting on the timeline like, yo, I ain't going live. Like, then don't, nigga, just say what you feel. Like, just. <laughs> It's fire. No, like, what you... that is true. A lot of straight men right now are just like, I love it, and it's okay, babe. It's okay to love it because it's just, good music. Yeah, just, just leave it's it. Good music. Leave it there. Like, uh, but you know, so of these songs, right? I don't know if I've picked a favorite just yet because I I just like the album a lot. Like I was listening to it earlier in the car with my daughters. You know what I mean? We're not right. you know shopping and all that. Um, mm-hmm. but I will say that there is a. There's a three song run, maybe four, maybe first like six, I want to say, of just like, oh my fucking God. Yep. When it went from, <laughs> when it went from Cuff It to Energy to Break My Soul, uh-huh. I was like, hmm. I said, you know what's about to happen? The people who didn't fuck with this song are going to fuck with it. And here we are. We brought it right ah. back to this. Now, we got to have this conversation now, B. So when you heard, when you listened to this, because I know you listened to this in order, because I know how you do, right? It's important. When mm-hmm. it got to this song, 
<laughs> how how did you feel? How did you feel about this shit? And did you listening to it? Did you did you did you understand? Like okay, okay. I wanted to skip it so bad, but I'm like, <laughs> sequencing is important. Do mm-hmm. not go to the next song because the last two songs literally just flowed right into one another. So yeah. just just let it play. And I did, and I get it. So this is this is what I've come what it's come down to. Beyonce had to release a single. And this is the only one out of all the tracks on this album that she didn't have to like edit mm-hmm. like the song is what it is it's what it is there's right. no there's no radio version there's no right. whatever this is this is friendly for it to be played on yeah. any radio station yep. any any age group can listen to this you can play it for your grandma they can dance at the family reunion this summer to it the kids can dance to it everyone can just vibe and you know have a good time with it but it's surrounded this song is surrounded by so much <laughs> I don't even know what to call it. Like, well, I, I'm gonna just use the, the term that my best friend coined. It is Pat Your Puss music all around this album. So yes, we can have one song that's for everybody else to to really get into. I get it. Cool. Is it? It sounds great flowing into that song and going out to another one, but I, it hasn't changed my mind. I still think it's Auntie. Do you think you line music do, dance music? Do you think your? I, I guess there's no real way to like answer this like truthfully or like genuinely now because like it's what's done is done so to speak but like do you think that if another single would have came off of this and then you heard this in the Florida album you would have had the same reaction to it like oh this is the this is the part of the album that's for somebody else or because you got that first you was like oh okay everything else better be great because this yeah you know what I mean yeah okay yep that's exactly it because with having like Big Frida on there I think it would have hit differently had I heard it just as on a, the as album a, as a bonus yeah as a bonus yeah. instead of a lead off yeah that's why I yeah asked because some some songs yeah. are just like kind of like that uh and and, yeah. and and then you get into um you know church girl right like mm-hmm. <laughs> church girl is great <laughs> if like, you got fucking plastic off the sofa dog like plastic off the sofa okay and you listen i need to talk about that okay so plastic off the sofa is it's balance because a lot of this album is about I'm out with my girls. I'm having a good time. I'm twerking. I'm turning up. I'm doing my thing. But hey, there's a lot of women who are listening to this who are in love and in relationships and married and all these things just like she is because she has to think about her audience. She has a, a, a huge audience, but a lot of us are around her age and we're growing along with her, which I wish Drake would understand that too. It's like, hey, the content should also change, you know, oh, make man. something for, for people who are your age, who are going through like <laughs> shit. That's not, you know, relatable to a 25 Rich year old. Problems. So, yeah, yeah. right. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I feel like plastic off the sofa is about like providing a safe space, like an emotional safe space for your man. And a lot of women don't really know how to do that. Cause it's like, we, sometimes expect men to just be able to communicate and hold it down and blah, blah, blah. But sometimes their life, you know, the way that they grew up can kind of keep them from being able to express themselves properly or whatever. And so some people are just like, oh, he's emotional. He's this and kind of like dismiss can be dismissive of these emotions. But in this song, it sounds like I'm a safe space. I like that you're emotional. I like that you wear your heart in your sleeve. I like this about you. 
because there are men who've been in other relationships and a woman will completely like shut them down when they try to express themselves and be vulnerable. So I get it. You're letting your guard down. You're, you're taking the plastic off the sofa. I, I really appreciate the double entendre here and the vocal yeah. performance here. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. She, she, she went crazy. Um, and, and I do want to shout out to, uh, you know, uh, Sid, shout out to Sid. You know what I mean? Yes. Sid's, Sid's pen, Sid's, you know, voice, just her presence in music is, mm-hmm. is criminally underrated. Um, I love her. It is. Absolutely. Um, like you said, this is a song that when you listen to it, you like shit. Like this is, you know, and this is be- it matters because like this is Beyonce talking about this. Like she doesn't, mm-hmm. she's the prize. You know what I mean? But she still looks at it and is like, nah. But this is still somebody who deserves the grace and like the space to be. You know what I mean? Like to, yeah, to, to exist in this and just you know feel that feel that type of energy. So you get to this part of the album, you just like, well, goddamn, like what else do? Yeah, we- <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like what else can we? What what else can you even do? You know, you you go from that to the song that's going to be getting played. Listen, by the end of this month, all through September, prepare to hear Virgo's groove like every day. Oh my god! Prepare to see all of the birthday party flyers with just like it's going to be <laughs> somebody's so birthday is going to be Virgo's groove and you Ooh, know, whatever. I'm telling you, I have a I have a question. Okay, so you're a Pisces, right? I'm Pisces. What would Pisces groove be about? Oh, <laughs> Pisces group would be about <laughs> don't talk to me like that because <laughs> I, I don't like that. Come cuddle with me. You know I need that. <laughs> and why you acting like that? You know I don't like that. Like, it's it's going to be a real, you know what I mean? It's going to be to the point. Like, oh, <laughs> Come on. You know what I mean? We need an M-Holla remix. Be. Yeah, I'm going to do What's it, up? man. I'm going to do it. Fuck it. You convinced me. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do the Pisces mm-hmm. groove, and I'm going to write that up. You know what I mean? Because that's exactly what it's yeah. about. It, that, that, to <laughs> me, that's the main thing. You know what I mean? I might add a little seasoning to it, a little paprika to it and all that. Virgo's groove is like a song for the girls who are obsessed with their men. <laughs> like, you go out with your man, you just like, man, he looks so good. He smells good. I can't wait to have him like right here, right. Yeah. Like I need him in yeah. this moment. Fuck all that shit. I don't, they can watch for all mm. I care. Like mm. that's the energy of this song. Like that is sexy. Yeah. That's sexy. So yeah, shout out to all the Beyonce. men that's, that's oh. giving it up like that. Like for real. Yeah. Men who cared, like, I'm stepping out with my girl. I'm about to Yeah, I'm stepping out. I'm listen, about to bring it. Listen, I'm stepping out with my girl. I'm already knowing she the she the trophy. I'm just trying not to get embarrassed out here. Let me go get my shit freshly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let me put the let me put the shirt on I ain't bring out yet. Blow the yeah. dust off of that. Let me spray that <laughs> That's the cologne sound, you know what I'm saying? Let me let me do that a couple. Feel me? One thing I I want to say about Virgo's Groove is that the last two minutes of the song is an amazing vocal experience. Mm. Like, that was one thing that I wanted from Beyonce. Like, yes, we know she can sing, but she's kind of, like, gone away from it. Yeah. It's more, it's been more so, like, a lot of rapping. It's more about the music than it is about, like, this, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, she was giving us rap Beyonce, and (laughs) this song is like, no, look, I can, I I got runs, I got harmonies, yeah. these vocals are stacked. Yeah. Like I sound angelic, I sound like a choir, I sound like oh, so yeah, much yeah. going on. 
And thank you for giving us R and Beyonce because Ooh, woo, that's hard right there. R and Beyonce, we needed that. Okay, I like that for real. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. But you know, the next track, "Move," she takes us back a little bit to kind of like the the gift that she did for the Lion King, mm-hmm. like the Lion King soundtrack, yeah. I believe it was. So she has Grace Jones, and she got your girl Tim's on the track. Oh boy. And Tim's didn't even sound like the Tim's that we're used to hearing. It's like, no, this is what, this is my voice. And I I love the fact that Beyonce just has women with like deep, sultry voices. Shout out to all of us. Yeah. Altos out here. Those are necessary. Those are very necessary. Um, If you know, you know. I'm I'm going, you know. (laughs) (laughs) No, what if I don't know? Well, if you don't know, hearing that tone in your ear doing certain type of events... <laughs> it's gonna get you where you need to be. Hems you know Got it. Let me tell you that right there. <laughs> sure will. <laughs> um, and then after after move with I mean the iconic Grace Jones, we got heated. And look, the way that I listen to music, I'm not looking at the name of the track, right? Yeah. The whole time I'm listening to this song, I thought she was saying eat it. I thought she was saying eat it. So I was like, okay, this is That's really what you sound okay? for. Yeah, that's the, yeah. That's what I said. Ex- yeah, yep, yep. Exactly I know, that. I know. This is the content that I came here for. <laughs> but then I saw, I was like, oh, it's called Heated. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. And, you know, looking at the track list um, in the credits, Drake is credited as a writer. The owl himself. Um. Yeah. He does write um, songs. Let's is, you know. I know. Yeah. He does. Let's not play these games. It's it's him. Let's stop playing he games. He does. With boy. He writes. Yeah. And one of my favorite songs that he wrote was um, "Unthinkable" by Alicia Keys. Like oh, Drake man. is. He's oh, dope. Man. He's dope with the pen. It's one of them. Like, come on. Pen is working I, if you niggas. I give it up lines. when it's. Yeah, you know. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna speak. Um, I'm gonna speak when it's you know when it's time to speak, man. So before we move on, mm-hmm. there was a song. Or there was some drama. Let's talk about the the drama leading up to this. Because Miss Khalees came out and she had a lot of energy towards Pharrell and towards Beyonce. Which, honestly, her beef is with Pharrell and whatever contract that she signed. This doesn't really have much to do with Beyonce. Which was crazy to me. I, I watched Khalees go on this rant. And from what she said in this rant was that you know, she created all this music, but Pharrell and Chad pretty much get the credit for all of that. Everything that she ever wrote, she doesn't get credit for with, you know, with her work from the Neptunes. Now, she also said that the song that was going to be used or sampled was Get Along With You, which is one of my favorite, like, Neptunes tracks, period. It really put me up on Pharrell and the Neptunes because I was like what sound is this this is so like innovative but as I listen to the album I'm like I don't hear no Khalees anywhere on this thing so I really had to like search to figure out because I'm like looking through the track list like where is she credited like where you know what what did Pharrell and Chad do on this album like I only think they did one song on here so I was just really confused like yeah what are we so turned up about right now? Yeah. And come to find out, it really even wasn't a sample. I want to read something that uh, Naima Cochran posted. Oh, so Shout Naima. out to Naima. Yeah, yeah. 
So she said, just for the record, artists calling artists who don't have to grant permission for a sample. And in this case, not even a sample. It's an interpolation of the track. No vocals to give them a courtesy heads up. is like not a real thing. Like people don't do that. And which is wild because Beyonce did make sure that Khalees was credited here. But it was for a couple of la la la's that you hear on Milkshake. Not get along with you. It was a completely, completely different, different song. song. Right, right, right. So Khalees was like turned up over some shit that she didn't even write. Because Milkshake was written for Britney Spears and then given to Khalees. Khalees didn't write it. She just performed it. However, Beyonce still was like, let's credit her. <laughs> Your beef is right with there. Pharrell. Yeah, I was about to say, like, but, B just caught a stray in that, you know, which I, I yeah. feel like it should have been a little more, you know, you got to be a little more precise with you throwing darts at, like, you know, people like this. Because, like you said, she looked out for it. We don't, like, that's not she did. old. Too, and I get it. People talk about the courtesy of it. and the, I, I understand. But, bro, no. No, like it's just not. We're talking about what's old to you. It's not old yeah. to you. This is something you feel like. That's not. And, and then, even if you feel that, that's fine. Because I'm, I'm, we are 100% not the people that's going to shit on how you feel about anything at all. But take it up with the right people. Right. Take it up with P. Yeah. You got the relationship with P. You got the relationship with, you know, we would chat. And, you know, and then she started saying like other things about Chad. You know, he don't have a backbone. This part, you know, this, going off into that. So it's like, okay, cool. Your issue is with them. Let's, yeah. let's do that then let's handle like, that like I respect it but like look I just don't like Beyonce because of some old shit that happened back in the day don't try to like put energy into some old shit that everyone kind of forgot don't about don't try to make it seem like, like see this is what I'm talking about right yeah. here it's like bro no that's not the nah cause we're looking at you like no girl like we yeah. love you but ma'am <laughs> yeah no let's make that clear we, this is not a like shit on Khalees thing this is more so like I wish he didn't do that because, like, we actually love Khalees, and it's like, oh man, mm-hmm. just take it up with P. Because if you got business problems with P or personal problems with P and the Neptunes, you know, I have no, I got no dog in the fight, man. Hey, that's on y'all. Whatever y'all worked out, that's on yeah. y'all. And you feel like he, you feel like he owes you something based on y'all, y'all relationship from the past. Then hey, that's on you. I can't tell you how to feel about that, but just come on, like. I wonder. I wonder if she still feels the same way now that she's probably heard it. She's been credited. And they didn't even use her vocals. They didn't even use a sample. It's literally Beyonce saying la la la. Yeah, I, I just I wish she would have waited. And that, that was my first thought was I wish she would have waited a couple days yeah. just to kind of see what's going on. Because you don't know what was coming your way. Like you don't know. No. They put this song out. They At put all. the album out. And it's like, you don't know if, if somebody had a plan to call you on Tuesday with a fucking check. Like, hey, you know. Right. You don't know. So my thing is like, just, just give it a minute. The same way we... You know, implore people to give an album a minute before they call it a classic or trash. Just give it a minute. Just give the situation a minute. It's a lot of moving parts. A lot of huge celebrities at work here. Just give it a minute. That's all. Just a yeah. minute. Just sit with it. I for wish you would have waited. I really do. Yeah, when people react off of emotion, it makes you look crazier in the end. When every when all the dust settles and you wrong, you loud and wrong. Um, after heated, we got. Thick. Oh boy. Produced by Hit Boy. Yeah. Shout out to Hit Boy. Because he's out thing. here. Hit Boy is part yeah. of some legendary shit, man. He really is. Like, shout out yeah. to Hit, man, for real. Mm-hmm. This is one of them. What did you think about this song? No, this song is amazing. <laughs> what? Like, it's amazing. It's, it's incredible. And it's like, I, 
because I I like I like Beyonce's music already. Like right, I love Beyonce. Hearing her on shit like this that I know is gonna get spun heavy. I know the captions gonna go crazy. I, oh, I, yes. I can't think of anybody what? else better to give us a song like this than her. If I'm being just 100 percent honest, like I wouldn't have. Yeah. I'm not gonna say I wouldn't have wanted to hear it from anybody else because I don't know. I heard it from her, but hearing it from her is like, yeah, they got it right. This is exactly who this yeah. is to go to. Yep. This song is definitely for the gay clubs, for the ballroom scene. Mm -hmm. This is going to go so crazy. I can't wait until me and my best friend has a moment to go (laughs) to the club and really like get our life to it. Which I'm going to say this, very disappointed because me working in the clubs, I haven't heard a DJ play a song yet. Oh, they tripping. Maybe they got a letter. Hey, nigga. Spin that shit yet. But I... But I don't but know why, why though. Not, yeah, though. you gotta you gotta spin this. You gotta spin this. Like nobody's gonna complain. Who's gonna who's gonna trip? Turn that Beyonce. Like right. nah, throw that nigga. Whoever complained about that, throw them out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Especially when this shit come on. This is hard. So I put an asterisk beside all up in your mind. Why? The song is really interesting. It sounds like something I've heard before. Okay. And it sounds like it's Beyonce's version of it. Okay. Like literally at EDC, I heard a song damn near just like this. But it's it's a it's a guy's voice, but it's in the same like cadence. So if you run it back, just imagine like a guy with kind of like a like an electronic voice in a way saying the same thing that she's saying. But this song is fire to me. I love this. This is something that is like I can hear this being played in the Vegas clubs for sure, for sure. I think Jason Derulo probably somewhere mad as hell. He ain't get a call. To you know what? <laughs> He probably somewhere <laughs> tight, like, nah, I would have burnt that. What? <laughs> Jason, you are, come on now. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> then I hear a sample mm-hmm. of my very. Yeah, you said this to me. Like, this is my favorite house song ever. Mm. Okay? It is called Cunty by Kevin Aviance. I love this song so much. Mm. I have so many memories tied to okay. this song. From from college, hanging out with all my gay friends. Okay. I used to be in a modeling troupe called Verge, where we would, you know, do shows mm-hmm. and compete against other schools and other modeling troops. Even we had a another modeling troupe at our school called Couture, so we would kind of like do these choreographed uh, runway walks. It's like a choreographed fashion show to like set to music, and Cunty was one of them. And I've loved this song since I was. I probably heard it when I was like 13 for the first time and so hearing it again in college and seeing seeing it be embraced by so many people because I always felt a little weird because yes I like rap I like R&B hip-hop all that but I really loved house music and I didn't have many friends that like house music so to hear Beyonce use this song and this is how we start this track I wanted I literally wanted to cry I wanted to cry that's fire. But it sounds so good. Yeah, that's, like, that's fire. That's, that's super fire. It's like I wanted to dance and cry at the I same time. I saw you time. say that too, like, and I was what like, is damn, this? that's because I don't think I had got to that point just yet, like other like, album, whatever. Um, But then, like, music is it, so powerful. It, like, it oh my God. Yeah. Like, I literally had to send you, like, this is the song. Yeah, that nah, she that, used. yeah. When you sent it to me, I was like, oh shit. Like, okay, cool. Like, I get and, mm-hmm. and, and this is also one of those songs that, like, reminds me of. You know, I think we talked about this before on the pod, right? Like uh, the cookouts, you know, when they get late and like the kind of yes. music that's playing as the party starts to wind <laughs> down. 
this kind of reminds me and so it, it, it's on time that it's when the kids are yeah are, when the kid away. yeah you feel me this when this when the Michael yeah. go off and the prince come on and this kind of reminded me uh, there you go this kind of reminded me of that right like um just yeah. that little bounce to it it's like at this point we didn't have enough drinks and enough white papers that like we in this zone right now you know the kids is upstairs they chilling they doing their thing we doing our thing now and this is this kind of put me in that in that vibe a little bit you know what i mean like it took me back to just being young and being like oh yeah i know we about to go we about to leave soon because i hear that music like so this kind of yeah this like again oh, the, the metaphor of it like where the song the album is almost over with you know what i'm saying like it's just kind of yeah to me i thought that was like intentional i felt like and, it was intentional. and by the way the song is called pure slash honey, honey. halfway into the song it goes into a disco groove. Yeah. So it goes from like very house ballroom into this like smooth groove. And I was like, this is me. This is like my song because I have like different layers to me. I'm, if I were like alive in the seventies and like studio 54, I would have been out here living my best life covered in glitter, wearing sequins and just hair big as shit, dancing and having a good ass time. But I also like the ballroom house scene, like very, as you know, the sample says, very cunt, very like, and cunty isn't like a, a word that's common. Cause a lot of people are like, what, what the fuck is cunt? Like, are you calling someone like a cunt? No, cunty is when you're really like feeling your shit. Like this is, cunty is like pat your puss music. It is the sexiest like shit that. ever. I like that. You walk into a room, you know, everyone is looking at you. The way that you walk, the way that you move, you just have an aura about yeah. you that no one can fucking touch. Okay. That's I'm with that's that. it. That's the goal. So this is like, I'm I'm about to go out to the club. I'm getting dressed to this type of music because yeah. I'm about to go out here and be the baddest bitch outside. Yeah, you feel me? Yeah. 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 I feel that. I'm I'm not mad at that. I'm yeah. not mad at that at all, man. I don't have. Well, I'm not gonna say I don't have one to pat, but yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> um <laughs> it's like it's both ours, but you, she just keep it on her. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know yeah she she holds it. Yeah, he holding it down. You feel me? Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I do like that. I do like that. Uh, that description of it, right? Because whenever an artist can reach their fans and get their message off to their fans, and their fans reciprocate that and be like, "Yo, this is what I feel like." That's like the this perfect. That's that's the moment that artists go in the studio to make. They make the they make the you know the music. For the people who fuck with them, and they're like, yeah. they got it. So when so when you get that, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, this is what happened, and this is the, when you're telling the story about it, I guarantee like they can feel that energy, and they're like, yeah, I, I like I know B is sitting back, numbers aside, I, I guarantee that she's being brought up to speed on like the this the reaction, the pure feelings this album is giving. Oh, like, she be you know online, yeah, hundred percent. She be online. Yeah, she out here, Kate, you know. And. And we know this because it reflects in the in music. Because music, yeah. people have been like, Beyonce, please. Like, we, we done with the rapping. We done, mm-hmm. you know, with this black power music. Yeah. We want to shake some ass. Oh, we want to have that some too. fun. That's, that's how I know, like, mm-hmm. the, the energy, the synergy in that household is, is, is on 100. Because, you know, back yeah. when Hole dropped uh, Magna Carta, you know, 1% of a billion more than niggas ever seen. But still, they want to act like it's an everyday thing. He remembered because the conversation was going on online. Like, oh, he on how mm-hmm. much of the... Ne- oh, that's just a... And he right. was like, oh, okay, right. cool. Well, let me talk about it. So he has these ways mm-hmm. of like, you know, and he, and he always says like his nephews, his nephews keep him on, you know, up to date on certain shit or whatever. So I know that this, no matter how old they get, no matter how rich they get, they're still very much in tune with the culture. They got their fingers on the pulse. Very at much. At all times. You can hear got it. To. So, yeah. 
You know what's going on. And then we close the album mm -hmm. with Summer Renaissance. And I'm going to be real. This song sounds like a climax. It sounds like an orgasm. It's the perfect like conclusion to the end of this project. We've reached the mountaintop with this song. Man, I, I think immediately the vibration of it is like the way the way that it starts. <laughs> um, <laughs> you got flustered. Anyway, um, just kind of the vibe, right? That's a better. <laughs> that's a better word. Um, yeah, so just kind of the way it starts off, like, again, going into the same theme of this is the end of the album, like, this doesn't sound as aggressive as the middle of the album. It doesn't sound as, in your, like, this sounds more like a, now that you just took all that in, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> now, like you said, I think that was a perfect, not like, it felt like the client, like, that's it. Now that I didn't did all this... You ready to finish now? Cause I bet. Let's do that. <laughs> let's let's do it. Let's get you there now. Let's bring you on home. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm over there with the your man. But anyway, uh Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a great song, man. Like of course, like I don't if y'all don't know by now, like there's not one song on this album that I don't fuck with. I think it's a perfect album. Um I don't think it's too early to call this album a classic either. Because mm. the feeling that it gave you right then and there, this is a moment, and you gotta think too, on another level. Beyonce is how many years in in her career? How many projects in, in her career? And it's mm -hmm. still a cultural moment when she drops an album. And not only did she drop it, but she executed something that people were like speculating, like, oh shit, wait a minute, she giving us a dance album, a house album? Like what? She she delivered on a genre that people hold sacred and near and dear to their heart. And this is Beyonce. They Woo! wouldn't have let her off the hook. If she didn't, I don't think they would. Like, you got to do it right. You, do you it have right. to do it right. And she did it right. She, she it had right. the right people in the studio with her. Yeah. The thing about this album for me, it just felt really expensive. Oh, yes. It yes. was well done. Yes. You can tell that she literally put her foot she, in this no shit. She made sure. Turn. I'm using every resource like, I have to do. Yes. Let's do it all. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. For it to come out right. Yes. Whatever we got to do to make this shit sound the way that it deserves to sound. We're going to give our fans and our listeners an experience. I know that shit wasn't cheap. It's the most polished album that I've heard in a very long time. These are the moments when the superstars separate themselves from the rest of the pack and it lets you know that it's levels because unless you're Beyonce, you can't make Beyonce moves to get Beyonce things done. I'm not getting tired of it. It's just great music. It really is just great music, man. So... So I want to end this by saying shout out to the young girls who are like between age seven to like 18 right now mm -hmm. who are experiencing this. I feel like this kind of reminds me of the, like just growing up and having Janet being that girl. Oh, yeah, yeah. This generation now has Beyonce, yeah. but it's just like Janet was very unapologetic. She was very sexy. She's moaning all over her tracks and like, just Tell like, she's it. giving it to you. She doesn't give a fuck. You know what I mean? And now Beyonce is really stepping into that. And it's important for girls to be comfortable in their skin. Yeah. Like the song Cozy. You know what I mean? Like, yep. but, but for real, not like some fake shit. Like, oh, I'm, I'm hot. And then you really got like all these insecurities. Yeah, going crazy. yeah, yeah. But I think it's, it's, it's important to have that one iconic 
artists yeah. that you look to. It's like, you know, she's sexy. She she's comfortable in herself. I like this vibe. I like this this attitude that she has, and I want I want that. I want to be like that. Yeah. And I think Beyonce is that girl, just like Janet was for me. Yeah. Oh man. So shout out to this generation, y'all. Whew, we got Beyonce's beautiful. voice for an hour and two minutes. How could you How could you hate that? Like. <laughs> But um, I want to say thank you to our listeners. I know that there are some people listening on the Bomb Network, and they're like, what the fuck is this? I have never heard this show. You can subscribe to us. If you want to see more, you want to you know, listen to more, follow us on Instagram at The Society Podcast on Instagram, The Society Pod on Twitter. Also on Twitter, at Slick Sports, on Instagram, at Slick. And you can find everything that you need to know there. And make sure you subscribe, follow us, so you can be in the know of everything yeah, that we got going on over here in the friend, Slick Universe. Man. Yeah, all that. That's you know right. What I'm Shout out to Beatty again, as usual. You know, like you said, stay, stay, stay tapped in with us, man. We got a lot more things cooking up. Again, send the send the questions in because we are going to have a surprise mailbag, and you know, you don't want your question to get lost in the sauce. Send that in. You know, we gonna be out here. <laughs> That's right. Speak to us, man. All and right. Be polite, though. You know. Talk to us. We talk back. Yes. Until Thursday, we out. We out.